0: All right. Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Teleseminar. My name is Kat and I will be your host for this evening. The topic for tonight is the power of intention. We have hundreds of people on the call tonight and we will get to as many questions as we can. Uh, First, I'd like to introduce your speaker for tonight. Kathy Quinlan Perez is the Director of Training for PSI Seminars. She has been doing this work for over 25 years and has worked with PSI for 23. She is a huge part of this company and the Regional Director for the Bay Area. Really, she is the best in the industry, and we're very fortunate to have her on the call tonight. Kathy, are you on the line?
1: I most certainly am. Thank you very much, Kat, for that uh, introduction, and I'm uh, really honored to do this call because I ha- actually haven't done one of these for a few months, and I always think that they're so much fun because, you know, one of my most favorite things to talk about is, first of all, philosophically of everything that we do in all of our classes, in, in the trilogy of of the basic, the life success course, the men's leadership seminar, the women's leadership seminar, and ultimately where everybody gets to land is Principia once a year. So it's always exciting to take one of the, well, I'm going to say that often we think it's, oh, that's a side philosophy. But one of the things that we're talking about tonight is actually a hands down, a universal law called the power of intention. And so, and I also just got, did uh got completed doing Camp Choice for our 18th year at High Valley Ranch with a group of 71 kids from the San Francisco inner city. So, uh, you know, that's a very powerful example of the power of intention. We'll talk about that later in the call. But I just wanted to first just welcome everybody to the call, and I want to acknowledge you for getting on the call, first of all, and going, wait a second, got to get back to the basics here what's going on how can I better understand this you know some of the things that I had been thinking about is that so often we walk into a class and and you know whether it's the basic seminar whether whether it's a life success course or whether it's the leadership seminars we think okay I'm going to find this answer here and yeah we do find an answer however one of the 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 challenge for everyone is that okay great now you got to go use it and sometimes you know I believe that in our, our world today, so often we want uh, immediate gratification, and immediate gratification is an illusion, you know? I think that happens when we just go shopping at Nordstrom's, and we just feel really good about that new outfit we bought. However, that to actually change our life, to change our thinking, that's a daily practice, and sometimes what happens, I believe, is that we get frustrated because we're not seeing immediate results always, and... That's where people start to go, question, wait a second, what am I doing wrong? What's really here? And I'm going to say, that's, that's just the beast. That's just life. It's like earlier we are talking about, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one, one bite at a time. And so the power of intention, what does that really mean? You know, intention, what's the definition of intention? As a universal law, we are always using intention. Intention equals commitment. What are we committed to? So clearly what we talk about in the basic seminar is, you know, often harsh but always fair, look at the results that you have in your life, and that will tell you. However, so often what we do is we take it so personal, like, oh, no, I'm doing the best job I can, or, oh, I did something wrong. But if you just step outside of you for a moment and just start to go, okay, where, where am I putting my focus? Like, based on results, what is my intention? based on results in terms of my financial status, based on results in terms of my physical status, based on results in terms of my mental, my wealth status, based on results in terms of my relationships, my um, spiritual side. So again, going back to a fundamental area in the basic seminar is our peace of mind square. You know, I noticed that there are some questions out there that, well, how do I get the balance? Well, first of all, re-examine that piece of mind square and then start to look at okay so based on results what has my intention been so if this is where i'm at physically even though i've been saying okay i want to weigh 125 pounds but i'm weighing 140 pounds well based on results my intention is to weigh 140 pounds that's not bad it's just that's just the way it is and so Okay, so what practices do I have to put in play to actually start to support me getting to what I say I want, meaning 125 pounds? So I'm just using an example of weight. However, that's really intention. And I think that that sometimes people get intention and goals confused because intention is when all three levels of our mind are in alignment. All three levels, meaning our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, our superconscious mind. When all three levels of our mind are in alignment, our intention is at such a superconscious level, we're not even thinking about it. Things are happening. We are starting to attract what it is that we need to accomplish, and we start to bring people around us that support that intention. So I'm going to invite everybody on the call. It's like, you know, I noticed that some people, you know, they haven't taken the basic seminar they have, or they just taken the basic seminar. Is it so often we are so hard on ourselves that maybe tonight that you actually sit down and go, okay, wait wait a second. Let me reexamine really where I'm at. So what is my intention? Everything, every choice that we make today is going to affect what we say we're committed to. You know, and sometimes we feel a little out of balance. Well, wait a second, we start to have uh, what I'm going to refer to as conflicting intentions, meaning, wait a second, I, I'm committed to being a, a great wife. I'm committed to being a, a, an incredible aunt. I'm committed to being a great friend. I'm committed to being a great sister. I'm committed to being a great trainer. I'm committed to doing all these things, and then all of a sudden I find myself overwhelmed. Like, wait a second, I can't do all those at the same time. So how do I balance it? It's one step at a time, that every time I'm in front of whoever I say that I want this situation to turn out a certain way, all my focus is going to be there. I'm going to be practicing that third way of listening. I'm going to be using my screen of the mind. How do I want it to be? What's the perfect end result? And sometimes I think that we have to prepare ourselves for our day. Like, what is this day going to look like? Before you even get out of bed, I'm going to say that to myself. How do I want to be? And some days, guess what? There's going to be days that we got to give ourselves permission to, you know what, today I am actually going to be committed to decay and I'm going to be okay with that. But when I wake up the next morning, it's like, okay, I've got a vacation day there. Now I'm back on it. And so it's a plan. Like we got to make the plan, and sometimes guess what? The plan's got to shift. But the intention, the ultimate what you're committed to, never changes. That starts to align behind our vision, which is definitely something that we work clearly with in the leadership seminars. You know, I also have someone on the call that, um, you know, definitely lives from this place called uh, Get Your Intention Clear, and the mechanism will appear, and that's the area director from San Francisco, an incredible partner that we work together in San Francisco, and uh, worked together out, up at the ranch at Camp Choice and has done some amazing things in this company, outside of this company in his life. And, Carson, I wanted to just, you know, invite you to, to step in here. Is anything that you'd like to add to anything that I've been
2: saying? Thank you, Kathy. I want to um, just say thanks first for being on the call or having me on this call. I always think it's um, it's an honor to and and a privilege to be able to listen to somebody that has as much experience as you do in this arena. And I also was just sitting here realizing for myself that so often in my day, I am focused on 12, 13 different things at one time. And the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes, I really have just stopped and been focused on what was happening on this call. And I think that really ties into what happens in our lives as far as, Uh, when we're working with the idea or the concept of intention because what happens very often is that we have an intention called I want to make this amount of money, I want to be this type of a parent, I want to have this type of a family, I want to create this relationship, we have that intention but as soon as that intention goes out into the world and the universe, there's also 12, 13, 14 other ones that come in right behind it or right underneath it or right in front of it. I want this but, 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 or and this and this and all of these other things that are happening and I think one of the key Key elements of this concept of intention is being disciplined and focusing on what it is that you want to have happen. So you're not just running off of automatic pilot. You're not just go 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 going. You do spend time and you say, "How do I want this day to be? What do I want to create in this day today? What do I? How do I want to be with my family, with my friends, with my coworkers?" Who is that person? But most people aren't willing to take the time and to, to to be as disciplined as they need to be in order to create that. We just get up and we go. And so one of the things that Kathy was talking about is is take the time out from your day to to create your day before you go out and do it, um, and be willing to be disciplined about that about that specific act every single morning. And I, I'll guarantee you that if you spend the next thirty days creating your day um, in your mind and in your heart before you go out and you leave into the world, you'll see huge things happen in a in a in a in a really positive way in thirty days, guaranteed. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about too in this call was um, that it's not always the easy road called you know we go to the basic seminar we do uh, we do an exercise called intention mechanism and all of a sudden we think it should just be easy but this is you know I've been doing this for 13 years I know Kathy has been doing it for 20 some years we consistently have to work on this we consistently have to be present and be um, be with the idea of what is what is my intention what am I focusing on and practice it doesn't always happen overnight it doesn't happen in 30 days it doesn't sometimes happen in five years or 15 years and when you are intent, when your intention is clear, when you're committed to something, it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to look good. It's not always going to feel good. There's going to be prices that you'll have. If you really want this marriage to work, if you really want this career path to happen, you will pay prices. There will be compromise. There's going to be things that you don't like that don't feel good in the process of getting to the goal, and in, in the process of getting to whatever that 100% is for you. And so a lot of times people aren't willing to pay those prices. You know, people aren't willing to say, you know what, if I want my marriage to work, maybe I do need to spend less time at, at, at the office. If I want my kids to know that they have a dad or a mom or whatever, maybe I need to come home at 4.30 instead of 7.30. But But, there are ways to do both and still win and still create the money that you want to create and, and create the relationship that you want to have, but you have to be willing to pay prices, and most people aren't willing to really do things differently or be different in their life because we're stuck on however many years we've been doing it a certain way. <clears throat> so getting clear about your intention is also being uh, is also in the understanding that being in the understanding that i I have to do it differently. I have to be willing to shift and change, and and to to be committed. It's not always going to look good. It's not always going to be the perfect little you know bouquet of flowers that we like it to be, or that maybe we've seen on TV. I think that in our country uh, we're very impatient, and we're very uh, we want it now, and we and we aren't willing, but we don't really want to do anything different for it. And you'll see people in the world who really do have clear intention, big leaders in the world they're willing to take a stand. They're willing to be not liked. They're willing to, you know, ruffle feathers. They're willing to not feel good in order to create something bigger than them. And I think most people aren't willing to do that. And part of this intention is getting clear on the prices that you have to pay as well in order to attain that goal or to be at that 100% that, 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 you, that you that you want to be at. There's a quote that a friend of ours, Renee Cermak, who runs the, uh, the Phoenix office for Sci Seminars says, and it's he or she who is most certain wins, and I think that's a, a a perfect perfect line into one that you can just consistently say over to yourself he or she who is most most certain wins, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to but certainty commitment comes from inside intention comes from. Um, from underneath it doesn't come from the world if you you left up to the world the world's intentions are going to get in your way and so you know that it's not about those intentions it's about your intention and he or she who's most certain wins so Kathy I'm going to turn it back over to you um, unless there's anything else that you want me to touch on
1: no that was good so I because it just uh, brought up a couple of things that I think will be relevant for people on the call is that intention is has nothing to do with what we're doing You know, as intention plus mechanism equals results. You know, there's something that we work with uh, very strongly in the life success course called Be, Do, Have. Most of the time, people's thought process is, when I have this, I can do this, and then I can be this. However, we're going to take it from a different standpoint, is how do I have to be, and what do I have to do to have this? And when we start to really integrate the be, do, have into all three levels of our mind, we start to allow ourselves to dream big. We allow ourselves to feel passionate inside of ourselves. Like one of the things I was thinking about is if if you don't think that you're hot and if you don't think that what you have to contribute doesn't make a difference, man, you're already starting your day off, you know, 100% behind the line already. Is like, you got to believe it. You got to believe who you are is enough. You got to believe that what you have to give, people want. It's that the stand that you take for your life. Like, I mean, out in the world, as you were saying, Carson, I mean, the drift is huge. And we can get out there and we can just get like, you know, run down by it. And yeah, there's a lot of things that can come our way. But when we are solid, internally solid, on this is where I stand. This is what I'm committed to. This is how I'm committed to being. And from this, I will do these practices every day because that's what I will have. And sometimes that have might not happen for five years. But what you do today and how you be today will affect your future. So I invite everyone on this call is to maybe one of the things to do is to actually sit down and go, you know what? What is, my, what is my dream? What, is, what am I committed to, too? Like, start to reevaluate, wow, where am I? And don't be so hard on yourself about what you haven't done. I mean, give yourself a break. I mean, for some of us, we walk into the basic seminar or we start to do personal work on ourselves, and my gosh, we have, I was 32 years old when I walked into the basic seminar. I had 32 years of some pretty bad habits that I didn't even realize were destructive i had I didn't even know that I had certain thought processes that definitely attributed to conflicting intentions that were I was producing in my life, and I didn't understand that there were conflicting intentions based on my thought process. But when I started to understand that it was my thought process that was producing the results, guess what? I got committed to changing my thought process, and so it's not as as we've been saying, it's not like this is not overnight. this is like okay. It is a commitment to your growth. And that's what I'm going to say for everyone on this call. Get committed to your growth. That, I mean, there is one thing to invest in, and that's you. So I understand that we have some questions out there, Kat. I'm going to throw it over to you because I think that we have some.
0: Yes, we do. And I think that what you've done so far, you've actually answered a few of the questions that we've had come in because it's just been great. Uh, let's see. First, we have here KP. And she is asking, what are some of the best daily practices you can do to stay in the power of intention? Daily
1: practices is well for sure is that uh I'm doing what I say I was gonna do. Is that I'm like, okay, boom, this is this is the end result I wanna see and these are the steps I gotta take to get there. And sometimes those steps, mm, they didn't turn out so good. So guess what? I got to change the steps. But it doesn't mean that uh, that I'm not going to get to where I want to go. Is like what what I do today will affect tomorrow. So what can, what bite of that elephant can I take today? And notice what you're saying to yourself. Are you beating yourself up for what you didn't get done, or are you saying, Wait a second, great job there. So it's the little things of continually telling ourselves, that was good, that was good, moving in the right direction. And course correcting as I go. I hope that answers that.
2: Kathy, can I just jump on one one there too?
1: Is Absolutely. when
2: when you when you' intention when you want something bad enough, when you have enough desire for something and you really, truly are passionate about it, then you're willing to do the the little things you're willing to do the things that aren't so fun in order to get there. One of the things for um the, the, the question the, w- with this question is is I said it before is spend fifteen minutes if you can if you're not able to do thirty. spend fifteen minutes, write it down. Get clear about it, about it every single morning. Do that for 30 days guaranteed you will have big things change in your life. And what it does is it brings it to focus. It's you have to remind yourself to focus on things. Put things up in your office. Put things up in your car. You know, remember this, remember this. Remind yourself, remind yourself, remind yourself. So it's constantly in front of your face so that you can keep clear about your intention. So, Kat? That's
1: good. And then I'm going to piggyback on that one is because uh, – practicing your i am's mm-hmm. like i am the owner of dot 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 i am in this incredibly incredible passionate loving marriage i am da da dot da, da. i am da, da, da whatever it happens to be you know i always say it in the basic seminar is act well is act as as if it is so so that it becomes so yep absolutely
0: oh, thanks kathy that's a great reminder uh so the next question we have is from SL and she wants to know how can I work on strengthening strengthening my intention and making it more clear and focused? I have an intention it but, but it seems so out of the box impossible. What do I do to make it seem in my mind that it is possible?
1: Well that is always you got to believe it. You've got to believe more than anyone else. Because when I would say don't share your dreams with the naysayers, is you've got to go, you know what, I believe in me, I know that this can happen, and in terms of getting it more clear and focused, that's a daily practice. Like what is the end result as clear of a picture that you could possibly make? Even doing a dream board of actually taking the pictures out of a magazine and and putting it on the board, this is how it's going to be. But you've got to believe it. You know, if we, uh, I mean, I'd say don't, uh, again, I'm going to say it again, is don't share your dreams with people that are going to give you, like, oh, no, that's not possible. Like, out of the box thinking. I mean, think of all the great things that have ever been done in this world. Oh, my goodness, if those people ever shared those dreams with somebody, that would never have gotten done. The Golden Gate Bridge would never have been built. That's for sure. Absolutely
2: yeah yeah they wanna jump on one of the on that as well. I heard a speaker one time talk about or use the um use the analogy of you know, of, of the feeling of drowning, I don't know if anyone, I don't want to be morbid here on the phone here, but the feeling of drowning, if you've ever been in that place where you all you wanted to do was to catch a breath, to get a breath, you're underwater, you're, whether it's waves in the ocean or something, and you were claw your way to the surface to get there, you've got to want your dream, your goal, your vision, especially if it's a big one, you've got to want it that bad. You've got to want it like you want to know how to breathe. And when you do that, you'll you'll be willing to do whatever it takes. And and part of that is again being consistent about screen of the mind, about feeling it, owning it, what's it look like and feel like when you have that, um and 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 putting that into your um subconscious so it's so real to you and visceral that you there's nothing gonna that nothing's gonna get in your way.
1: Well it brings me to you know, we just finished um Camp Choice a couple of weeks ago and that was that you know, this last year this summer was an 18-year intention. That's the truth. Is And I'm going to share this story because I think that it will, like, there's some people on this call that will go, oh, my gosh. You know, I had this, I read an article 18 years ago about the San Francisco Police Department, and I, I had in my mind, oh, my gosh, there's so much that we can do. And the my intention when we started that was that when those kids came to the ranch, they would eventually be basic graduates, Psy7 graduates, leadership graduates, and we would be training them to run this camp. And it's happening. It is absolutely 100% happening. Now, if you would have asked me that last year, where, oh, my goodness, it was a crazy camp. And it's like, wow, wow, this is just getting a little too hard. But then, guess what? My intention, my desire absolutely in alignment and I have an incredible group of people that obviously are behind this vision and it's like okay let's go and so this week at that whole week at at the ranch the kids that were the original one of the original girls that's now 30 years old going for her master's degree in social work at the San Francisco State uh, we're training her to run it there's two other people that we're training to run it and so I just look and go wow it really is happening And so the intention was always there. Did the mechanism look a lot of different ways? Absolutely. But in that week with 71 kids, let me tell you something. If their intention was stronger than ours, I guarantee it would be a week of chaos. But our intention was absolutely clear that this is where it's going to go. And that didn't take force. Like as your intention strengthens inside of yourself, it's just solid. And things start to align around you. Like you're not forcing it. You're not, you know, obviously people have free will. Of course they do. However, it's like you creating the value of what's possible, people will line up behind that. That's the bottom line. That's how Mr. Wilhite started site seminars. That's how Mr. and Mrs. Wilhite started. You know, here's the vision, solid as a rock, and people line behind it.
2: Kavya, if you think about it, for those those of you who are on the phone right now, if you think about that thing, that goal, that dream that you want, are you willing to work at it for 18 years? If you are, great, and it may come sooner, but that's the that's that's the idea here. Is like being committed, whatever it takes, however it takes, whenever it takes, and be committed for as long as it takes, because it doesn't always happen overnight. You know, if if we had stopped you know, on year, you know, five or six or seven or eight or nine with camp, we would never have seen what we saw this last week at Camp Choice. But you've got to be willing to do whatever it takes and be willing to take, and sometimes it's going to take 18 years to get there. Is it that worth it? Are you are you willing to work on it for that long? You know, and if you're not, maybe you got to get a bigger goal or bigger dream, or maybe you got to look, look and see really what is important to you. I think a lot of times people have intention out there for stuff that they want or it seems nice to have, but they're not willing to really do the work on it. So if it seems nice and it would be, it'd be neat to have something, that's great. Good luck. If you want it so bad that you would be willing to work for it for 18 years, that's something that we can talk about.
1: Well, it reminds me of uh, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, and one of my very best friends that I grew up with, she is celebrating her 30th year of her marriage and I've known her since I was 11 years old and let me tell you that uh, 30-year marriage was not always easy Mm -hmm. but her intention was always clear that she was going to be married to this man for the rest of her life and that goes the same way for everybody on this call what is it that you're willing to stake your life on what is it really that you're passionate about what really matters to you? When we get clear about that, I guarantee you anything is possible. But you've got to allow yourself to get clear on what is important to you. And sometimes we don't let ourselves let it matter that much because there's a part of ourselves that we go, oh, my gosh, what if it doesn't turn out? And I'm going to say, what if it does? What if it does?
0: All right, you ready for the next question? Sure. Uh, we have uh, JL here, and he wants to know, uh, his question is, what is the best way to use the power of intention regarding intending for an outcome that involves other people's decisions that at the same time honors their free will and does not involve any manipulation?
1: Oh, I think that's such a great question, and it's actually a great one to end on because it really sums up everything we've talked about, is that whose intention is, is clear? Is that if you believe in what it is that you are with someone about, that you want to get them on behind what your state, what your stand is, that is absolutely one hundred percent not manipulation. That is about getting people to buy into a dream that gives them incredible value. Absolutely one hundred percent to give them incredible value. And so I, I think that sometimes if we start to question, well, you know, people have free will, and you know, I don't want to manipulate people, but wait a second—if you are solid as a rock in what it is you are giving them, then I get that is not manipulation. That is like, oh my gosh, how will this benefit them? Mm-hmm. And how Th- is this going to benefit their life?
2: Cathy. I wanna I was thinking about this because I, I saw that question come up and I think about people like a Gandhi or Martin Luther King or you know, people who have made huge change in our world or in their country or, or in their community or society. And it's like someone's always gonna be someone's intention is always gonna win. Someone's intention is always going to get in the way. Someone's, the world, whatever's intentions out there are always going to get in the way until somebody says, "No, not anymore." And that sometimes can ruffle feathers. It can get in the way. But those people are willing to say, "No, this is what we're. This is where we're going. And this is what's good for everyone. And this is how we can get there." And that, like Gandhi's intention, was was stronger than a country's. Be- yep and wasn't what wasn't worried about oh well is this manipulation am i am i manipulating the you know english government and, no this is right this is what's good for our people this is what's good for our country and he's willing to take a stand for it so i don't know what it is exactly. out there that you're willing to take a stand for but it, people are going to get in the way it's it's going to happen and some people may not like you always and some people may not understand you always and some people may not feel good all the time but when you're willing to take a stand for something that's right, something that's good for everybody, um that's that's what we're talking about here is that, you know, they didn't care what other people thought about them. They were willing to say, "No, this is where we're going." Yeah,
1: and I think it's so perfect in the, and is that I think that sometimes people uh they'll say things like, "Well, wait a second, you're you're attempting to manipulate me or doing this is because there those are the naysayers that are attempting to peck holes at your dream they're packing holes at what's possible and they don't want to look at like oh my gosh i'd have to do something here too to make this actually happen is that when we're solid about what's possible of like what you're saying carson is absolutely right on of course people are going to be shooting arrows it's like mr Wilhide would always use the example is the, the higher you climb uh, up the flagpole guess what there's something hanging out and people are going to shoot arrows so guess what? You better start moving around so that arrow doesn't hit you. But if you want to get someplace, you got to be willing to move. And sometimes, guess what? People aren't going to like you. Is ask yourself, would you rather be liked or would you rather be respected? I personally would rather be respected. So one of the things that I really want to leave people with, because it's a great example of intention and And it's so fresh on our minds since that we just did complete camp choice so Carson, want to talk about some of the kids that um you work with so closely when they're out on the ropes course,
2: yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about that as we were speaking, specifically in regards to the question that um uh, the caller answered or the caller asked about you know being clear about your intent without being manipulative or without with other people's free will getting in the way so one of the things that we up uh, up at the ranches, we have a really, really tall zip line. So it's about 60 feet up in the air. Uh, they're harnessed in the whole time. They jump off the platform, and they go sliding down about, you know, 300 yards down to the other end, which is a great experience. It's really fun. But what happens is that the kids on, on the ground, they go, God, that looks great. That's so fun. I want, you know, I want to be courageous. I want to take a risk. I want, to, I want to overcome my fear. But when they get up to the top of the platform, it looks a whole heck of a lot higher than it did when you were on the ground, and so in those moments, the truth is, my niceness, my want to be liked, my want to not manipulate or have the have the kids feelings be hurt, that part of me would let the kid go down the back way and not very safe and uncomfortable way to get off of that ledge but not have the experience of going off. So what I have to do is I have to be clear that regardless of how this kid up at the top is showing up, bawling, snotting, crying, whatever it is that they're doing up there that they don't want to get through in order to get that experience, I have to be clear for them. And so when you go out into the world and you and you know what's going to be good for somebody, meaning that that when that kid jumps off of that jumps off of that ledge and slides down and gets through it and lives and has a great time when they do it. I know that that experience for that kid is going to be way, way, way more powerful than me letting him go back and do it the easy way, letting him go back and you know climb down the ladder and all of that kind of stuff. So I know that that's available. But if I'm not clear about it, if I'm not – my intention isn't clear. If I'm not more certain than this 10-year-old, 12-year-old who, by the way, they understand the power of intention really well, if I'm not clear – then these kids aren't going to get the experience that they want that they that they wanted at camp that we want them to have at camp. And so standing strong and being certain, be having clear intention. My intention has to be clear, more clear than the, than that kids. And I and and I and I and I have no problem about it. I don't have a problem if they're crying, if they hate me when they're when they're up the to- at the top of that ledge. But because I know what 's available on the other side, and that that 's the kind of certainty that I talk about and, and and the kind of example that i that I look at it's like it 's not about you know being nice or let if that if I let that kid have free will, his free will would say heck no i 'm not doing this i 'm going back down the other way." Well, he made a choice when he got when he started climbing that ladder that he was going to do it, and we make that very clear too is that when you go up the ladder that 's the only way down so you know, I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad. I mean, I there's a part of me that you know, my heart goes out to these little kids that just climbed up there. They didn't, they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. But what what I don't mind is I don't mind that that friction, that pressure, that um, resistance. That shows up a lot of way because of what I, I know what the end result looks like. I know what, what they're going to feel like when they get off of, that, off of the zip line. And that's the same thing for the people in your life is that sometimes, you know, we let people have chicken exits. We let people off the hook. We let people, um, you know, just sort of whatever, that we let people walk away when what we know is possible is us standing, standing for them, standing for something that matters, standing for making a difference. And getting through the resistance, or the pushback, or the crying, or the screaming, or the whatever it is that it happens to be in that moment, because is what's important. It's not what's right in front of you; isn't always as important as what's on the other side. Um, and so, you know, it's always a fun, fun thing for me to talk about because it is so close to my heart too, and it's such a, a clear example of he or she who's who's most certain always wins.
1: Exactly, and and there's nothing greater than to see that person's face a day later that afternoon later but when they leave that ranch and who they were because they did things that they didn't think they could but they wouldn't have done it if someone's intention wasn't stronger than theirs absolutely so thank you very much cat well what a great
0: call thank you kathy and carson for being on the call and sharing your uh, insights with us tonight
2: Our pleasure. Well,
1: I hope everyone goes out and makes something happen, really reevaluating, like, wait a second, where am I really? And really, again, get your intention clear. The mechanism will appear. Allow yourself to dream. Dream big and go for it.
0: Absolutely. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to help move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, August 14th, and the topic is Playing to Win. We will be talking about how to win in your life while at the same time creating win-win relationships with those around you. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com. Again, that is psiteleseminars.com. Now, just because the call is over doesn't mean the conversation's got to end. Let's continue the discussion on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash PSI seminars. There you can share your thoughts on the power of intention. You know, what'd you get out of the call and how are you going to implement this in your life? We want to hear from you. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on Facebook and we love having your input. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash PSI seminars. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. Again, that's psiseminars.com. Thank you for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.
1: Thank you.
0: Good night.